Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. I want my land. All you've got to do now is pass the Australian culture test. Three simple questions, three correct answers, and you go through that doorway to the greatest little country in the world. The glasses hold yards of highly chosen and highly trained individuals. Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for. A showreel, and uh, we're uh, coming to the end of uh, live uh, showreel. We're, this is the second last one and uh, for the year, but we're going to go through some what, tasty morsels from the past year for you over the summer. Hopefully you'll enjoy that. Things that uh, I found really interesting and worthwhile revisiting. You might have been aware that the Actor Awards were on last night. Uh, Lion predictably won the best feature. Uh, Top of the Lake won the uh, best China Girl, I think it was called, uh, won the best TV series. And uh, the little boy from Lion won the best male actor for a feature, which was uh, good because he was the star of the show. And there were other, really, everyone in that category was very good. Uh, in uh, And uh, the... Uh, a female lead in uh, Hounds of Love won the um, female uh, best actor, actress in a feature, which was well-deserved. Anyway, um, even though award nights are all very important and all the rest of it, it's always really hard to watch award nights, I'll have to say, because they are so tedious, except for the people who are actually involved. Anyway... I did, took a bullet and watched most of it, which is uh, good. And uh, so I can pass it on to you, hot off the press. Uh, they were very good films, very good acting things. Lots of stuff happened in the Australian uh, world this year. And uh, at that level, you know, lots of things happened in the other parts of the industry as well. Uh, so uh, that's right. And one of the things we're going to talk about today, we're going to turn our back on that part of the industry and we're going to go to another part. We're going to exhibition. And this is about, this is called Clean Skin Cinema. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It's a bit like Clean Skin Wines. You might get a nice one or you might not for a cheap price. But anyway, it is the uh, brainchild of... Uh, Hayley Bracken and uh, it's on tonight and uh, it's perfect because it is a fundraiser for the Refugee Resource Centre which uh, gives you an opportunity not to not only improve your cultural expertise and your sense of self uh, connection to the world but also to support an absolutely vital service, the Refugee 
uh, Resource Centre. So let's hear from uh, Hayley. So we've got Hayley Bracken in the studio and she's talking about clean skin cinema. Now, as I was saying to you, I don't know anything about clean skin cinema, so tell me what it's all about. Clean skin cinema is a social enterprise and it's based around the simple notion that not knowing everything about a film, not seeing all the trailers and having everyone tell you parts of it, see, yeah, helps you have a greater level of immersion in the yeah. film. So, so the idea is people turn up and watch a program of films without knowing anything about it. Yes, but it's also an opportunity for local filmmakers. So I think whenever anybody meets someone who's an expert in a field like literature, film, something like that, they'll ask for recommendations. And it's sort of like that on a large scale that like you get to see a film that's going to be good because it's... A some, program that someone's put together. Yeah, it's a film that someone's chosen, like a, a filmmaker, someone who's totally preoccupied with film, has chosen as the film that they think everyone should see. It's People um, don't really abuse that trust. Often, you know, it's very sincere, but it's also an opportunity to see something that isn't going to be in the regular feed anymore. I don't think we consume film, media in general, in like a haphazard like you'll happen upon something kind of way anymore. Like, and people really want to know, you know, the Netflix preview or the Metacritic review and the Rotten Tomatoes review of everything before they see it. So, so where do you normally show your films? It actually started, the first one started here on Smith Street, not far from here at a gallery space called Junior Space. And we've, yeah, on a small scale, and we actually serve clean skin wine um, with with the entry of the film. And Elena Litkina, who's doing the one that we're doing now at the Collingwood Arts Precinct tonight, um, she actually did the very first one that started here. And because the capacity was exceeded, we had more people coming and then there were seats and people sort of standing and sitting. And, um, yeah, so we moved to a bigger venue. And it's exciting for me, this next one, because all the profits will go to the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre. And now that it's become of its own sort of volition and interest, um, something that might make, you know, a small amount of money, it's nice to put it towards something that's an extension of how it began about actually engaging with the narrative and thinking about people's stories. So can you tell us how you got involved in doing this? Um, Because I like to be the the viewer in a clean skin cinema situation so it's basically just the assumption that I'm not that crazy or out there that if I like that like a lot of other people will like that too the that you yeah I think some of the best cinematic experiences I've had I haven't seen it coming because I haven't I haven't even known what genre it was you know who it was by and that's really hard increasingly I mean if you've grown up watching the Simpsons and things like that where you see the parody or the pastiche or the reference of something way before you even see it and it contours and shapes how you see it and yeah it's nice so so it's more fun it's more fun yeah and it's obviously with like-minded people so can you tell us about the person who's the filmmaker who's decided what we're going to see on Thursday yes um Elena Ledkina who is a brilliant Russian Australian filmmaker and she's just returned from the Venice Biennale where she uh, premiered her first feature film um, called Strange Colours and that was part of the Biennale College program in cinema and 
um, yeah, she's incredible local talent, and she is actually screening a short film of hers beforehand called Plain Pleasures. And then her selection, the film that I'm not going to say, obviously. You're not even going to say what it is. No, that's the point, right? That's you the go point. And you yeah, don't okay. even know, like, yeah, you don't know anything about it other yeah. than that she's going to choose it. So that's also an opportunity, I suppose, to um, investigate some local filmmakers and understand stand you know through their taste and things where what kind of thing you think they might and it's also going Bring. back in a sense because you've got a short plus a feature is that right yeah there's a short plus a feature in this case and in some cases but sometimes there'll be a comedy act beforehand like we've had miles munn do a reading of his full dolce vita and we've had alex ward comedian do uh do a set so it's sort of uh, so the discretion event. of yeah, it's a cultural event, and it's at the discretion of the person who's chosen as or you know who I've asked <laughs> to to select the film. They get to sort of um, if they don't want to like program it, I'm happy to. But for the most part, people have some idea of how they'd like to facilitate that experience of that film, and that's really nice as well. Oh, it's really great. And so, can you uh, tell me about the uh, Abbotsford Art Precinct? Where's that? Yes, um, that is the new Collingwood Arts Precinct, which is not very – well, it's new in its latest um, Uh, rendition – um, it's really old school. I have it written down, actually. It's 1871. It was first opened as an art and design school. And it's got that beautiful Art Deco facade. It's on 35 Johnson Street in Collingwood. And now it's under the management of Creative Victoria. And it's being um, really revitalized as a space and being used again. So it's really exciting because this will be the first cinema event they would have had there. In oh, right. A long time. Oh, that's really great. So how much is it for people to go to? Um, The ticket prices are 15 for, I think, a single, and all the the ticket profits go towards the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre in this case. And and then it was a discount, and I think it was like 25 for two tickets, and then again for four. Okay. I'd I'd have to check. But, yeah, yeah, look it up, try booking. So a a little group. Yeah, there's great group discounts. And you can also buy a ticket at the door if you want as well. Okay, so uh, they can buy it uh, before they go there? Yeah, but there are um, there are only like a limited amount of seats as well. But um, yeah. Okay, so how do you buy them before you get there? On Try Booking. Try Booking, okay. Clean Skin Cinema. And it's called clean, yeah, clean, uh, clean Skin Cinema. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> neat, neat idea. How did you get the idea? Um, from clean skin wines, wines. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, they can be, yeah, often really good, and it's part of the mystery and, and the fun of it as well. And um, I, initially, that was the brief sort of that you might know the region and the general, or like you could pair like a um, like a noir film with a Pinot Noir or something. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, right. So, yeah. what do you mean a brief? Where did you get the brief? You just decided this or a group of Oh, groups? that's what I mean. No, just me. <laughs> yeah, it's just you. Just the confidence oh, with me. <laughs> oh, that's really, really cute. And why did you connect it to the um, resor- uh, refugee res- the resource centre? I've been communicating with a man called Nashad who was in the Manus Detention Centre, helping him with English, um, only for a short while before situation escalated so horribly there and um, I think of course there are a lot of different social and 
environmental issues that you know are pretty atrocious and it's hard with a lot of things competing for your attention all the time to um, humanize and take things seriously but because I had that particular connection with him you know heard about his family and his sons and um, his life so that became something that I felt more connected to and implicit in um, not doing something about or doing something about because I had a more interpersonal connection with someone who was actually in the news story, I suppose. Yeah. Which ties, I guess, with your uh, your cultural efforts as well, you know, bring, bringing people to a closer connection to not only a, a filmmaker who's local but also their own internal understanding of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> That's right? a really nice way of putting it. Thank well, that, that's what it is really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely um, about... Yeah, telling stories, sharing stories, social consciousness, for sure. Okay. And so tell them again where it's on and what time should they get there? Well, um, doors will open from 8pm and it'll be at the new Collingwood Arts Precinct. I shouldn't say the new, it's just the Collingwood Arts Precinct. <laughs> yeah, but it's, um, it's, it's re, re-badged itself, yeah, hasn't it's, it? Yeah, it's renewed. Um, 35 Johnson Street, Collingwood, and that's tonight. And, yeah, hope to see you there. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. This year, thousands of people seeking asylum will spend another holiday season incarcerated in offshore prison camps and Australian detention centres. Men, women and children are separated from their families, living in horrendous conditions and have no certainty of their future. Join the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre to let them know that they are not alone and we hear their plea for safety. Sign the open letter to deliver a message of hope People Seeking Asylum and Refugees by Christmas. Visit addmyvoice.org.au, a 3CR supporter. Just want you to be aware about what all the rats have done to me. Liberal label lying to you. I'm not terrorist, I'm not perilous. But they have put my youth in the horrible case for cheating, money, running the bloody policy. So want you to get your shit together and sort out this mess. Or you always be known as Australia's next pest. Help us keep our sanity Remember our humanity I am, you are We are all the same Help us keep our sanity Remember our humanity I am, you are We are all the same Do you know if you don't put pressure on them They will abandon me in limbo No worries when I hear sorry from you 
But you know your silence brings them strength and happiness Your government treats us like animals While the UN say we're not criminals Peter Dutton, and Malcolm Turnbull Hang your heads in shame It's a crime you have committed in Australia's good day So I want you to get your shit together And sort out this mess Or you always be known as Australia's excess Help us keep our sanity Remember our humanity Yes, and that was Moz. That was recorded. Moz is from Manus Island, and uh, that uh, track, all the same, you can understand what is going on for the people there. Uh, on the line, we've got uh, Kieran, Kieran McGee. He's from the Refugee Action Collective. And if you can't go to the Clean Skin uh, Cinema tonight to help the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre, you might be interested in going to an event being put on by the Refugee Action Collective next Tuesday at ACME. G'day, Kieran. Can you tell people what's what this incredible piece of uh, cinematic uh, offering on Tuesday is? Yeah, on Tuesday we, at Acme we're showing or co-hosting a, an amazing film, Chaka, Please Tell Me the Time, which uh, is has been shot by Baruz Bashani on a mobile phone and uh, co-created uh, with a, a Dutch-Iranian uh, filmmaker, Arash um, uh, Kamali Savastani. Uh, so he and Baruch worked together to create this film under most extraordinary circumstances. Now, Baruch, of course, people may be aware, is the uh, journalist, the Kurdish journalist who's been on Manus and who has who who is a detainee himself, uh, and he's took up the, his uh, profession and uh, has. Uh, consistently being reporting on what's going on in Manus, even though there's been this blackout uh, of uh, media attention by the mainstream media, even though people have been trying desperately to get information. Uh, absolutely. And what I would say, Baruz is a, is a witness for truth. Uh, Baruz is a witness for truth where innocent men have been denied their freedom for four years. He's a witness for truth where the government has been hiding the truth, as you've mentioned there, with this blackout. Uh, he's been a witness to truth when violence has been a government policy, when these men have been brutalised, had their possessions destroyed, had their belongings taken away from them, uh, and at every attempt had tried to have their dignity taken away from them. Uh, Baruz has been there as a witness for truth, telling telling that there's men's stories under extraordinarily trying circumstances. Uh, in fact, the MEAA, the... Uh Media, Entertainment and Arts Alliance put out a letter in support of Baruz as a um, 
fellow professional uh, after he was actually singled out uh, during the brutal uh, dismantling of Manus Detention Centre, correct? Absolutely. And, and look, he's if you've got the chance of seeing his articles, he's been published regularly in The Guardian. Uh, it just gives you a great insight. It just shows you that you know, these are people that would add so much value if they were given the chance to rebuild their life in Australia. These are people who could contribute to Australia becoming a better place uh, rather than being victims of a fear and smear campaign being run by the government. Now, um, not only the film, Shaka, please tell me the time uh, on Tuesday at uh, ACME at 6.30, but there's also potentially going to be a Q&A with uh, Baruz by electronic um, connection. Is that correct? That is correct. So we've been uh, in regular contact with uh, a number of the mental menace and there is going to be a, um, a, a call set up. Um, now, just to show you, just as an aside, to show you the, the lengths that the government will go and the, uh, what they've been ordering their counterparts in New Guinea to do, one of the, when they did move the men out of the camp a couple of weeks ago, one of the things they focused on was taking away their phones. Mm. And, you know, these phones are their bridge to the rest of the world. This gives a window into what's going on on, on, on to Manus. But, yes, we are going to try and set up a call, and it is, having listened to some of the calls from Manus, in recent weeks at our demonstrations that we've had, it's so emotional to hear these guys talk and you know talk first, give their first-hand lived experience. That they, if you get the chance to listen to these guys talk, please, please take advantage of it. Yeah, uh, so uh, that's going to be on Tuesday, six thirty to ten thirty. Uh, it's at ACME. And as you said, it's uh, co-hosted by the Refugee Action Collective and ACME. Uh, How do they get tickets? How do people get tickets? Because this should be a sellout session, if you ask me. Absolutely. So just go to the ACME website um, and follow the prompts on there or go to the ACME uh, venue uh, at at Federation Square. I'm sure people are familiar with uh, where Federation Square is. And, and, yeah, please purchase tickets for it uh, on for Tuesday night. It is There will be other showings, but, uh, you know, we'd like people to be there on this particular night as a as a sign of solidarity for Baruz and for the men on Venice and, and you know, to be able to listen in, uh, as I say, to be able to hear if we can get that call going through to Baruz. Uh, that's something you won't forget. Now, um, before you go, Karen, uh, because what's going on in Manus is such a, tragic uh, revelation of Australian uh, foreign policy, effectively, and its lack of uh, uh, adherence to our um, international obligations. Uh, The uh, Refugee Action Collective has been doing ongoing uh, campaigns, and others as well, but you've got an ongoing campaign, so things are happening on Friday, aren't they, this Friday? Yeah. So at five thirty at the State Library, we are now we are going to be painting the town refugee. So a number of your listeners may have been familiar with the uh, the, paint, the paint the town rainbow event that was held um, a month or so ago in support of the um, same sex marriage proposal and 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 vote. We're now taking that inspiration, so we're going to be out uh, postering, chalking, template putting templates out there leafleting, we want to, we, we have resources, we will have a number of resources available at the State Library from 5.30, uh, we'll be doing banner painting, so we want people to come along and 
move out through the city or back to you know, their, their own parts of town, their own suburbs and their own locations and really get the message out. And what we're focusing on is the Human Rights Day rally. Uh, it's coming up this Sunday uh, again at the State Library at 2 o'clock and we want to promote the, the Human Rights Day rally and get as many people in the city as possible uh, for that. But the other message on Friday when we paint the town refugee is to put ongoing reminders up around the city that this is a story the government doesn't want you to know about. Uh, government does their best to hide what is going on on Manus and Nauru. Government does their best to hide the cost of $500,000 per refugee that is being detained on these places, the billions of dollars of money that could be better spent, and the, 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 the sheer... Oh, I thought you disappeared. Lots of, no, no, I find it... <laughs> you lost you know, the words. As much as I've been involved in this, I still find the words hard to say around the, the loss, the, the, the criminal uh, criminal neglect, the criminal impact onto these people's lives that we are stealing people's lives. Four years and five years of people's lives being stolen. Innocent people who just want to rebuild their life in peace. Yeah, it's for political gain. Quite clearly, it's for political yeah. gain. It's Well, it's worse than that. It's worse than that, and Adam Vance and the Greens nailed it the other week. You know, this is terrorism. You know, this is you know, harming people's lives at the risk of people dying for a political gain. And I would go further and call it state-sponsored terrorism. Well, it's interesting because someone wrote me a letter and told me that uh, in response to some programming last week on Solidarity Breakfast where I went down and spoke to refugee activists who were on the street in Swanston Street last Sunday with an inordinate amount of police, incredible amount of police, in special operations gear. Uh, he said uh, people should be stopped being calling the uh, detainees, detainees. They're actually hostages. <laughs> Absolutely, and um, and the way it will change is by getting people out, people on the streets, people calling their MPs, people creating conversations. Talk if you're listening to this, take this information and go and have the conversation with you know someone you're having a coffee with, with your friends, with your families. We're coming up to Christmas gatherings. There's going to be a lot of people. You meet a lot of people, and you may meet people outside of your normal bubble of uh, of people that all agree with you. Get the conversation starting, and you'll be amazed at the number of people who just don't know what's going on out there. You know, those of us who are active in the campaign, we sometimes are a little bit blinded that outside of our groups, there's a lot of ignorance out there. And once people start to learn the facts, they are appalled at what's going on. And uh, and the reason that's been able to happen is that the government's done a really good job of keeping this silent, keeping this hidden outside of the mainstream press. Thanks for talking to us this morning, Karen. Uh, thank you for the opportunity, and uh, as I say, I hope people can uh, make it down to the, the, the cinema tomorrow on Tuesday, come to the State Library 5.30 on Friday, or come to the Human Rights Day Rally 2 o'clock on Sunday. Australians, pay attention. It's 
most from Manus, who is stuck in the hell since four years, without any reason. Listen to me for a minute, por favor. Just want you to be aware about what all the rats have done to me. Liberal label lying to you. I'm not terrorist, I'm not perilous. But they have put my youth in the horrible cage for cheating, money, running their bloody policy. So want you to get your shit together and sort out this mess. Or you always be known as Australia's next hess. Help us keep our sanity. Remember our humanity. me in limbo no worries when I hear sorry from you but you know your silence brings them strength and happiness your government treat us like animals while the UN say we're not criminals Peter that and Malcolm Turnbull hang your heads in shame it's a crime you have committed in Australia's good day so want you to get your shit together and sort out this mess or you always be known as Australia's excess Our sanity, remember our humanity. I am you are, we are all the same. Help us keep our sanity, remember our humanity. I am you are, we are all the same. Help us keep our sanity, remember our humanity. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.